Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is Meditation and Mindfulness with Rabbi Adam Klickfeld. First Friday afternoon where we don't feel that rushed to candlelighting because uh, we have an extra hour, right? This fake extra hour in the day. It's the same number of hours, but you know, we're just really just trained ourselves to get up a little bit earlier. But it is nice to have a more expansive Friday afternoon and not feel that frenzy. Um, and uh, meditation is the anti-frenzy, right? Not the anti-freeze, it's the anti-frenzy. It's the uh, antidote to nonstop movement, nonstop overstimulation, the type that kind of impedes upon our mind doing what it ought to do, which is to allow us to live expansively and live <clears throat> well. Um, I'm going to try to speak up only because I've been told recently that my audio when I speak is low. Is that true? Yeah. It's weird because I don't want to raise my voice in leading a meditation. Meditation is supposed to be a, a low voice, but I want to make sure that I'm heard. Um, we're going to go in the meditative route. Uh, following up on something I taught last night at our community's Haggadah Slam, which we did with B'nai David and Ikar. And I focused on the words Avadim Hayinu, that song at the beginning of the Haggadah, we were slaves, atab b'nei chorin, now we are free. And I taught on the idea that we were slaves and now we are free, but we are free not to be free. We are free in order to re, if not enslave ourselves, rebind ourselves, retether ourselves to service and to limitations to another person in our life, to a community, to a tradition that has many demands of us, um, and also to um, uh, to our our work, which is its own avdut. And so playing with the idea that avdut in Hebrew means both slavery and service um, and our really wanting to be free of the former but totally connected to the latter so that's going to be our meditation and i hope i can be heard i won't know because my eyes will be closed i invite you all actually hold on one second i'm going to turn off one thing which might make it a little bit easier for me to heard turn off a heater that was creating some background noise okay Oh, invite you all to close your eyes. You can sigh if you want. There's great catharsis in a sigh. Feels good in the body, that vibration, that release. And just come slowly into your centered being. Very aware of your position in your chair, very aware of the point of contact between the bottom of your feet and the floor beneath you. Even aware of the geometry of your body, the right angle of your knees, and then the right angle as your torso lifts up from your waist. And speaking of geometry, Trying to make that spine, I'm just adjusting myself right now because, of course, it was not until I was about to talk about slouching that I realized I was slouching myself. Trying to make a 
straight, erect, vertical line of your spine and your tailbone all the way up. Bring that head back so that you're not in that perpetual leaning forward position looking at your keyboard. You may have to actually physically move your head and move your neck so it's more over your shoulders than it normally is. So that you can imagine a straight line connecting your tailbone down to the ground, going up through the roof of your head ad infinitum with no swerves or curves. Allow the breathing to happen both naturally and intentionally. In through the nose, out through the mouth. Feeling the great joy in filling your lungs with nourishing oxygen, taking nothing for granted in this incredible exchange of gases a gas which your body needs, expelling that which would be toxic, giving back to the earth a gas that it needs as it gives to you what you require. A beautiful exchange. Make sure to loosen all the muscles in your face Unclench anything that is clenched, unhitch anything that is hitched. Almost as if even your skin is drooping off of the bones of your face, allowing it to sag, to be heavy, to hold no tension. Allow your belly to be soft with no self-consciousness. It's the beautiful place on top of which sits your diaphragm, which is creating that oxygen flow. Don't hold anything in, don't hold anything together. Just be soft and supple. And with an overall attitude of love for your entire body and awe for its miraculous nature. With whom or with what are you in a bonded relationship? Bonded means bound, chained, anchored, tied, tethered. That's what it means to be bound. Let your mind race to those relationships with people or even traditions that claim you, that 
obligate you. They hold you back. All obligations do. But hopefully in the name of something lofty. So imagine the face of a person to whom you owe because of your connection. You owe your avodah, your avdut, your service. Your obedience on some level. Your fidelity. And just linger for a moment on what that feels like. To owe, to be required, to offer this service. Does it feel ennobling? Because you've chosen it? And because there's no Pharaoh on the other side? Or does it sometimes even feel crippling even if the overall system is one you want. And now reverse the image a little bit in that rather than focusing what it feels like for you. Focus on what the others in all these dynamics feel by being in an avdut, a service, a duty relationship with you. And where do your pharaoh tendencies come out? Every avdut has the possibility of creating a pharaoh. Who loves that power and that authority. And therefore subjugates sometimes without even knowing it. Where are your pharaonic spilling over moments? And in this rumination, this meditation, there is no Moses, no God as savior. It is you who must recognize 
those moments and shift from Pharaoh to lover, Pharaoh to partner, from one Avdut to another Avdut, from enslavement to sanctified service. When you're ready, you can open your eyes and say the closing meditation prayer together. Let me just pull it up. Let's say this together three times. May we and all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. And may we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering in the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. And may we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. I say to all of you, Shalom. Shabbat Shalom and Namaste and I hope to see you all soon. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.